Welcome to the Inspired Wild Podcast. I'm Trevin Stoltzfus, and I'm sitting here with Wade Leonard. We've got Levi the Outdoorsman, Ray, and of course Addison. Ray is sitting right ne- next to me. We're in Trav's barn, which we all know well. And if you watch the show for the last year or so, you'll see many scenes where we're coming back from the hunt, coming back to Trav's barn. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just had some delicious. Did you have some of that fish, Wade? Yeah. It was good, huh? They have some really good crappie fishing. And uh, so Addison and Levi and AR, and even your mom got to go with us uh, yesterday. Yeah. No, no, no. Day before yesterday. Friday. Yesterday, yeah, Friday. And we caught. How many do you think we caught that first time? Um. We did have a lot. We Probably had, 20, 25? Yeah. Um, that we kept. Yeah. I mean, we threw a bunch back, too, so we probably caught 50 fish. Would Yeah, mean, the next time we caught about 15, there's about 8 to, to 10 crappie, but, and then we had about 5 to 8 uh, bass okay. at, that we caught. Who caught the biggest one? Me. Addison says she caught. Do you agree with that, Levi? Sure. Okay. And Levi did, I will say that Levi did have one of the biggest crappie right next to the boat, and I was helping him pull it in, and it came off, and I tried to grab it, and I'm not a very good fish catcher, and it stayed in the water. So, And Wade, you got a chance to fish a little bit, huh? You got a new pole for Easter. Have you, been at, have you caught anything with it? Yeah. Is it a good pole? Yeah. What color is it? Uh, blue. Blue? Oh, that's a that's a good pull. All right. I understand your dad went fishing for your fishing pole. Uh-huh. How did that How did that work out? Did Can you tell us that story? What happened with that whole thing? Uh, it fell in the water. It fell in the water, huh? Did you catch it? Here's the story I heard, Wade. You can tell me if it's true or not. I heard you hooked a big fish, and it jumped out of the water and kind of spooked you a little bit, and you threw your pole in the water and ran. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So it's it's this is uh, here in the, the Bunston, Missouri area. It is awesome because it's you got a lot to do right here, and here we are. It is that an interesting season because of COVID nineteen, and you guys are out of school, and we're staying home, and there's all this stuff. Luckily, you have a good opportunity to still do things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I want to throw it back to um, last year when I got a chance to be with you guys during your your deer hunts, and we had a great time. And um, do you guys, uh, I'm going to throw it to Levi first, and then Addison will have you jump in because I can't, That if I remember right, that's kind of how it went. Levi killed, and then I got to film you uh, later. Yes. So, Levi, and I'm sure you remember because it was <laughs> an awesome hunt. Will you tell your story of, of the buck that you killed in Missouri last October? Um, so, uh so we got in the blind early in the morning. And this is, wait, wait, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I want to set the scene. Usually, the youth Missouri rifle season is the last weekend of October. But wasn't it this year, wasn't it over the, like the last day of October? Into, wasn't it over like Halloween or was yeah. it just, it was the first 
It was like close to Halloween because I remember like, yeah, we're going to go hunting instead of going trick-or-treating or something. Yeah, I think I so. Think, I think I think there was like the youth season was like like a couple days before and then me and dad, because since I wanted a doe with my rifle, I um, we were going to go on Halloween, but we ended up going trick-or-treating. Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So uh, that's kind of the time frame. And uh, so opening opening morning of youth rifle is go Levi. I'm Levi, and the first day we on youth season, we got out in the blind on a box blind. It, we made a little thing where it stood up. It elevated the blind a little bit, <clears throat> and, and and that was a that was your dad. Your dad built that himself, huh? He yeah. put a cloth blind up on top of a platform. I thought that was ingenious. It, yeah, he um actually he, it was just an old oil stand, an old gas barrel stand or something, and he he uh, measured it out and made made um he had some plywood. And he put some boards under it, and he screwed it all together and made it where it fit the blind. And he screwed the blind down to it, and then and then it and it was elevated up there, and he made a ladder and all that stuff. And so to get up to it, what kind of blind was it? It was a Cabela's blind. One of those cloth belt. Uh-huh. So it was a pop-up blind mm-hmm. that he put on top of that. Now, why did he do that? Well, last year, or the year before last year, um. It was on the ground, and it was hard to see. There was this little terrace here, and it was hard to see over it, and you couldn't tell if the deer were, like, under there, kind of like, so you could see up uh, up over it, up over that little uh, hill there. And he and I thought it was pretty smart how he put it. He put it out in the field a little bit, so you have your wood lot, and then, it, of course, your, your, your ag field, but it's a terraced ag field, and you, you're exactly right. We wouldn't have been able to see to the wood line if we wouldn't have been sitting up, right? Yeah. So it worked out perfect mm-hmm. because now not only could you see straight in front of you, but you could also see over the next terrace all the way to the wood lot. So that was pretty cool. All right, so tell me, um, we got in there. Do you remember what? It was before dark. I mean, excuse me, before light when yeah, we got yeah, in there. Yeah, uh-huh. We got in there about, I think shooting light was about 6.45 or so. And then we got in there about 5.30, 5.45-ish. And so we got in there and got settled in, and I we just kind of waited. We just waited and waited, saw a few does and stuff, said, oh, yeah, that's kind of a good sign, you know. And so I, I said, Dad, can I grunt a little bit? But didn't we see, uh, if I remember correct, didn't a buck come behind us? Yeah. That you caught a, you um, could have shot with a bow, but he was a he was a young buck. Yeah, that's I grunted in that one. Is that the first one you grunted in? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, the first the does came out, and I grunted a little bit, and I think one of them came up to the right of us and came in a little bit and then i guess just kind of wandered off into the woods and, then and he it, was too young he we weren't we weren't interested in shooting him he i think was that was like a little eight point or nine two point. year old yeah. maybe yeah. yeah but another one a little bigger one i think it was like a 10 point came walking in he's probably a two and a half three year old mm-hmm. maybe come walking to the left of us and went behind us like 10 20 yards it was pretty not, close yeah it was pretty close and he walked on past in the woods and stuff. He kind of hanged out on the edge of the woods there. And so we kind of waited a little bit and waited a little bit. And 
I grunted a little more, and I, we're looking around. We're trying not to move too much, and one popped out right in front of us. It was in those little patch of woods. There's a the little path that goes behind it. There's this little patch of woods, and we're right here sitting on a terrace. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, so we... Well, let me stop you, because I, I remember one thing you said at that point. We had a little bit of a lull, and we hadn't seen much movement. And I think that you said, hey, Dad, I'm going to grunt a little bit. And, okay, whatever, you know, no big deal. Yeah. So you grabbed the grunt tube, and you grunted. And I was actually going to, uh, to to work on you with your grunt. I felt like you were grunting too fast. Like you, you were kind of, right? And I was going to tell you, hey, slow it down, and give it a, and I, you know, shows you what I know. We look up, and this beautiful mature buck is running at us out of the timber Mm -hmm. you to your grunts yeah and he came out he wasn't that far i could have shot him with my bow after i got my new one and all and i got my side stuff put up he came about probably if i would if um if dad wouldn't have dropped his phone, it wouldn't have stopped him. He would have came on in. Now, well, you have to tell that story because he was he was coming full bore straight at us. He, he was, he was, was what, trotting. 50 yeah. yards away he when your dad dropped? He was 50 yards away, yeah. and he was, he was going to still come. He was probably going to come about 20 yards away, and he, came, he kept coming and coming and coming, and then dad dropped his phone, and he turned. He was kind of at an angle, not very much, and dad... And Dad didn't even have to uh, um, stop him. He already stopped because we were going to have to stop him pretty right. well. And and, and the, the interesting thing about this blind is it's kind of like a drum because you put that the wood as yeah. the base. We're, and then we have the, the blind popped over. But when you drop something, it echoes in there, huh? Uh-huh. We were going to put a carpet down because we had some old carpet and we are going to screw it down there. But we decided, well... I mean, sh- we shouldn't be too loud. I mean, well, we're you are shooting a rifle, so I mean, yeah, you, you, uh, yeah, yeah, not like I have to like move around. And so draw back, he but. just had put his iPhone on his leg. Yeah, and I think he was watching the buck as he, he was, was coming in closer, uh-huh. and then it just all you hear is thump thump. It fell off his leg from you know sitting mm-hmm. in a chair like you guys are sitting in right now, and it hit that plywood and it sounded like a drum. And the buck just froze. Yeah, and then and then I and then so yeah that happened and then so he just stopped and like I said not much of an angle but little bit it was like it was awesome how like he was so pretty he was looking right at us and Dad has seen this buck on camera for three or three or four years and. It we knew Dad knew the buck because he he got a little G two thing sticking out the back, mm-hmm. and it's a mainframe ten without without that G thing sticking mm-hmm. out. It'd be a nine point. But <clears throat> and so what did you do? I shot him first. <clears throat> but but uh, so he's so late. Basically, he is broad, almost broadside. Yeah. Uh huh. And I just remember you kind of said, okay, you know, you asked, you made sure it was, you were clear with me because I'm running camera and you were clear yep. with your dad. Yeah. And I think both of us said, kill him. Right? Yeah. So, okay. 
go ahead because because it gets it gets interesting so yeah so we both said that we were trying to move because he was like looking dead out on us and so i had to because my safety's on the top of a gun not like a shotgun or anything it's on the click side you know it's on a trigger so i had to kind of barely reach up there and went ding. you could barely he- hear that ding and the deer looked even more and then and then i shot and it looked like i made a pretty good shot but it, you never it we didn't quite know then so then he ran he ran like kind of jogged off like he didn't really like what is that and then he got about a hundred yards and so he turned broadside broadside well but um if you need to clear your throat just go like this and go <coughs> I know that's a when you get a scratch in your throat that's mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. Um, he went, you shot, and I remember thinking, did you hit him? But then I also remember hearing, you know how you hear the bullet hit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, uh, you, your dad and I look at each other like I'm pretty sure he shot him. I don't know where, and he ran. It wasn't a hundred yards. That was he was almost two hundred yards at the wood line when he yeah. stopped. Uh-huh. And I just remember. Um, he just gave you a perfectly broadside stop oh, yeah. shot there and and we we actually found after after i shot there we thought it was we heard the thump then again yeah again yeah. and it was we were sure that was oh yeah he he hit it again we know yeah. we're like oh yeah he he smoked it yeah. but then then um he ran off into ran off into the woods and it looked like he kind of dove down off into like a little brush pile or something but we couldn't really tell because it was kind of like i said wood line kind of drops off a little hill and so we uh we we were kind of looking on the camera footage and stuff we were kind of like oh my gosh so then we're gonna like well we don't really know because we couldn't really tell then so we're like let's head back let's head back look at the footage a little better and let's just see and then give him a little time so make sure he is dead well we've done it before when we're unsure we back out right yeah because yeah. we have the ability when we're running cameras we can come back we can put the the video up on the computer and you can see it really good right yeah. uh-huh. well oh, yeah. not everybody has that advantage mm-hmm. well when we're filming we do so we always tend to be more cautious and of course we're watching it on my little screen on yeah, my camera uh-huh. oh, it's yeah. really tiny you can't see where the bullet hits mm-hmm. we came back here i think we ate some lunch and sure enough we could tell that and if right away in slow motion when when you got on the second shot when you when he was kind of running off in the woods me and now like, me and all of us looked at each other and we we're like did that just look like he kind of dove off in the woods there right and so then we went back and and I think you um, went down in the woods and see and just to look around and you you didn't see nothing. Well, that was an old that's an old videographer's trick. I just wanted to make sure I could find the blood trail. And then I cuz I cuz I, what I like to do is when I'm hunting with you guys, I want to get your natural reaction. I don't want you to see the deer 
until I can film you see the deer because I want your natural reaction. So I went down to make sure I had a good blood trail and I was pretty sure I knew where he was. But before I walked around and he was laying right there, but I didn't know that. I just knew he was right around there, but you could see the blood. It was a, it was a phenomenal oh, yeah. blood trail. Oh, man. So that's when we came back and I got with you and... and uh, yeah, and then I then I grabbed the camera to f- and watched you get on the blood trail. Yeah, we got it was, he bled a lot, and the only thing crazy about it was also on the other on the second shot in slow motion you could see blood pouring right. out of his body, right. and that's when we found the nice blood trail, and so we just barely went over the barely went over the hill kind of, and. He, I was looking around, and Dad Dad found it first, and he he found it, and then he was like, he was like, he he was like, do you see it? Like I knew he he saw it at first, right. so I started looking real hard, and I knew he was there somewhere. So I wasn't quite looking that way very very hard. He was kind of in a brush pile too. So I looked over and I, I saw him there, and there was he had a heck of a blood trail, and right. it was a nice nice deer. It was a nice deer, and and the cool thing about that is your dad had knew who that deer was he knew the age of that deer and he knew he was the perfect deer for you to take so and you made two great shots two great shots but you know why why quit shooting right Mm -hmm. when you have more bullets and you know you've already hit the first time it's not too bad especially if they'll stop for you to to make that follow-up shot Mm -hmm. get that quick clean kill so but that was fun i'm so glad i got to share that with you and it make it's going to make for just an exciting opportunity that's he's not your is that your biggest buck or or he's your second biggest second biggest because you killed a bigger one the year before before i had this was about just me and dad didn't for sure score it but we think it was about a 135 ish Mm -hmm. 130 ish and my one from the last year was about 155 or somewhere in there and it was a it was a good deer it was a 12 had a little little bitty thing and we call i would call it a 13 footer right sure sure yeah yeah that's fun yeah and the cool thing about that is in a situation like that what we do is levi tags out and addison is up to bat right because in a situation like like last year you had something i think you were doing something that morning anyway and then so that afternoon we got together didn't we yeah and we we knew where we wanted to go we were going to go to a spot where we had a lot of trail cam pictures of a couple of different bucks talk us through that evening and what happened so we were in the blind and like we were just sitting in the blind and then a little bit later some does came out and this one it was going around it must have smelt us or um saw us or something it was like stomped it stomping and blowing and so we thought that we thought that the jig was up didn't we yeah we thought that every deer in the county was going to run off because that doe was just stomping and making snorting and just making a fuss yeah but then like five minutes later we had a buck about oh a hundred yards yards away or so from our blind come out of the woods and I was like well I don't know if I want to shoot it or not like because it was a nice buck it was a nice buck buck, yeah Yeah, but I was like "Eh, I don't know if I want to shoot it and then finally he was going over the terrace and that's when I finally made my decision yeah I guess I'll shoot it and so um he was over the terrace so my dad had to grunt him in and try to get him in so he came in and I got set on him and I shot and then 
um, my dad was like, okay, shoot again, shoot again, shoot again. And he was like just trotting off a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'll shoot again. And I shot him again. And um, he just ran off a little bit. And then finally, right. like just. you Again, you made two great shots too. Yeah. Um, it's just that sometimes it it's always best to have that follow-up shot. Now, Better safe than sorry. Exactly. Exactly. Tell me this. You almost didn't shoot that buck. I remember you having an internal conversation with yourself. I want to shoot him, but I don't want to shoot him because you were looking to get a bigger buck than the year, and you killed a great buck last year. But you wanted even a bigger buck. I mean, you know, we always want to be better. Yeah. We want to be kill a bigger buck, have a a, a greater experience. Um, tell me, how did you work through that, and how did you come to the decision that you wanted to kill that buck? Well, I thought that I'm going to have a lot more years. Like, I can get more, um, like, bigger bucks. And, like, I'm, like, at a younger age now. Like, why not? It's, like, a, it's a good buck for me, so. Well, and I think also part of it was you weren't going to be able to have a ton of time to hunt. Yeah. And how, how long is the hunting season? It's only two. I think it's only a you, two. Day, you you th- rifle's only two days, yeah, right? You yeah, you season's only two days. So, so you we weren't you weren't going to have a ton of time to hunt youth. You would have to come back later on with all the other rifle hunters, and you said, "Okay, do I have do I take this opportunity now or wait and possibly not get one?" Yeah, and that's what you had to weigh. Mm-hmm. And and it was the same exact day, also. Yeah, yeah. Addison killed, yeah. killed hers that night, and Maya killed mine that morning. Yeah, you can put them back on. Wait, just help him put those on top of his head so that then, there you go. Is that better? Yeah. yeah, pick that up just a little bit. Yeah, getting Wade in his headset. Have you had a chance to go deer hunting, Wade? Yeah. Do you go with your dad? Yeah. yeah. Have you killed a deer yet? Um, nope. Not yet, huh? <laughs> He's next it's, year. He next year, hunt. huh? Next year you'll be able to hunt. Are you excited? What's your favorite gun? BB gun. A BB gun, yeah. yeah. Wait, how old are you? Five. You're five, and you are going to have a baby brother or baby sister any moment now, huh? Your mom is ready to give birth any moment, huh? And what do you want, a baby brother or a baby sister? Baby brother. Why? Good. Just so you can have someone to play with? Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Addison, I was the whole concept of your self internalizing and discussion was interesting because I've been there, and you ended up doing a uh, what a lot of people do. You made a decision, but the, here's what I like about what you did: is you still took your time, and you made the shots count, and that was cool. That was cool. And, I, you know, th- this has been second or third year I've got to film you guys. I can't remember. I've, I've, I'm losing track of, yeah. of the years. But it's been fun because I've got to see you guys progress. And, um, you know, Levi, this year you're going to try and kill a buck with your bow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're shooting a bow, but you just have softball and all lots of other things that you're doing yes. to keep it but for you so bow season actually the last year bow season uh it was late the last day of bow season last day of late bow season actually and so i we me and dad i that's like like uh i got my bow for christmas that was like right after christmas it was still had a couple inches of snow on and it was still snowing that day and uh, 
So actually, we took my new bow out, and I had to sight it in and stuff. And uh, so me and I was just hoping anything that came out, I'd shoot it, like literally anything. And so, um, and so I got, we got, we just got settled in, and we just waited. It was cold outside. Where were you at? We were at uh on the east side of Ravenswood. Okay. And uh in a blind right. set up in a blind and it was cold that <sighs> evening and and we went out with my new bow and so we just waited and waited and waited and finally i looked over and and two bucks came out about 15 yards and they but i didn't get a shot off because they were kind of still kind of walking and me and dad were just weren't just gonna mess with them because you know it wasn't a big buck. One was a little four-pointer, little spike, little forker. And then another one was a, it was a, probably a one-and-a-half-year-old. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit bigger. But, um, but then I, I, he was at 30 yards. I drew back, and Dad, Dad was using his little camera. And I drew back. And I got, well, I don't even know if I got settled in. <laughs> Cause Did I, you get excited? Yeah, I got a little excited, I, excited, I think. So I drew back, and I got my pin kind of settled. It was on It was on where I wanted to hit it, and I shot. And like I said, I didn't have much time to sh- sight it in. And we're, it was, I was doing pretty good, but... I didn't have much time sighted in, so I took we took I drew back and shot, and when I shot, um, uh, he got it was it wasn't a good shot, but I hit him in an artery. Me and Dad think, so we look back on the footage, and so we got we thought we hit him in an artery in the back leg, or closer to the back, and so me and him it was almost dark like it was like 6 30 and so we got out of the blind and we still snuck over because that one buck kind of just barely trotted off like he didn't you know he trotted off down to the creek and up in the other field so um we I, we went look for a brother oh yeah tons of blood like at first it was just barely dripping but it if with that without that snow there i i don't think we wouldn't have had uh, this um we wouldn't have found much just blood as we did but um the blood trail oh my gosh there was some of them like he almost like laid it down for like 15 right, 20 big, minutes big piles, yeah, yeah big yeah. old piles mm-hmm. of blood we were like gosh dang he has to be close he has to be dead somewhere he's doing so much blood me and dad went i think we walked through about three or four fields tracking him Mm. and um like woods and then fields and then woods and then fields Mm -hmm. and he he was bleeding a lot um like literally he was he was gushing out blood and stuff and so we ended up getting to one field tracked him all the way well actually no we we ended up like well let's just come back tomorrow it's getting pretty dark pretty dark and so the next day in the morning we came out there the same spot we left off 
And so we got in there, look for blood, look for blood, look for blood. And so we found he still was gushing and stuff. And and so he came, he came, he looked, he came on the edge of the field. And then me and Dad, we like lost blood. But Dad said he could have just turned around right there and whooped out. Mm-hmm. But. We so didn't, you, like, the same path because you right, couldn't tell if right. it was the blood, you know. We we looked for about two hours just in that same little spot looking for blood. And couldn't find any. Couldn't find any. Well, you know, so, if you've bow hunted long enough, and I hate to say it, it's not an excuse. It's just part of what happens. And we do all, you know, the reason, like, out here, you guys, this afternoon, you guys came over. What'd you do? You're shooting your bows, shooting your bows, shooting your bows, mm-hmm. both of you. And it's that's why we do that. We want to be as accurate and as ethical as possible. But things sometimes happen. But yep. that's why you practice, and you learn from that, uh-huh. and you learn from that. So, like I said, it was just a couple of days from when I got my bow, so right. I was practicing two times a day, every day, night, right. morning, and night. And I mean, I was, I was trying to get as good as I can could. Yeah, but even sometimes when you practice, 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 things happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, so we definitely. try and take the the factors that we can control, and we control them. But it's hunting. And yeah, it's, it's hunting. It's drilling. You know how it is. Yeah. Well, how was you, today? We were turkey hunting, and, and you, I, I, I think I heard. I had my headphones in, and I, and I heard you said, "Oh, Dad, my heart is pounding." When that turkey started coming across the field, and we thought he was going to be in oh, our yeah. lap. It's exciting. Hunting is like, exciting. You're thinking like, oh my gosh, I might be able to shoot. I might be able to get one. It's right. like, it just makes your heart pump. And you're like excited about it. Yeah. And when that one turkey, like I spotted him in that field, and we thought he did, dad was calling, and you, like you said, you were up in that stand, and you were, you were like, um, we're like, here he comes, here he comes. My heart yeah. started, yeah, we, we, I mean, we pounding. Got out, we got out and of the blind after kind of a, a slow morning the other day. Not yesterday, it was the day before yesterday. Yeah, yep. And we did the walk around, walk about, if you will. And uh, we, we, you actually spotted the turkeys through the woods. We were in the wood, big wood lot, and you saw the turkeys out in the field. Wait, Remember? Is, to, is today Saturday? Yeah. Then I hunted last night. Yesterday. It was yesterday. Friday. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> so yesterday. Right. Yeah. So, and you spotted that, that bird. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, and I looked over to the right and we thought, well, let's set up. We had the Montana decoy. We're going to hide behind it. Yeah. It was, we, it, it would have been perfect because I think we could have called that bird right down the road. Oh, and yeah. And I looked to the right and there's a double ladder tree stand right there i'm trying to film so i said why don't i climb up there if i could get, get up there good. and get a good view and you guys call the birds in well i don't know if the turkey caught me climbing or whatever but when i got up there i just put my binoculars up and i saw he was moving away from us but i thought he was excuse me he was moving away from us, but I thought he was going to hook and come right down the road yeah. to us. And that's when I said, hey, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. And then I never saw him again. So I think he saw me climbing the tree stand. But, you know, it is what it is. It's but, almost like you think they just come to you, but, like, it's really, it's like it's harder than that. Like, it is. You think, oh, my gosh, yeah, it's so coming. Like, we're just going to really get this, but then it ends up, like, they go somewhere else. Like, right. it's almost like there's some, like, another 
like another hen or something over there. It doesn't take much. You you don't yeah. It could be, it could be they don't want to leave the one or two hens they're with to come to you, or and then other times they come running. I, like, I, I don't. I or don't they know. come like halfway, and then like yeah. they're like it's almost like they're committed or coming, yeah. and then and then you get to that terrace, and then they start going this way, and they circle back around to their hens once you can right. see them again. So like. Um, one of Dad's buddies, um, when on use on use season, actually use turkey season, and Dad took Addison and he took me. We we had um one plain gobbler, and so he was out in this field, this pasture, plain open, and so me and Clint snuck up on him on this fence row here. So I got my I got the gun set up and stuff, and. I started calling a little bit, and no gobbles. He didn't gobble, but we saw him. We saw him strutting back and forth. He he wanted a hen to come to him, not right, to. Right. Right. Yeah. How far was he? He was probably from us. He was probably about two hundred yards. Yeah. We were wanting him to come up. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's crazy. Hunting's hunting. We know. It's not something that you can literally plan out you can you can try but that's what makes it so exciting Mm -hmm. so as we wrap this up i just want to ask you a couple things um your family is a a hunting family let's just let's just put it that way um i don't know if your mom hunts she went fishing with us the other day yeah but not really yeah but you are an outdoor family you Mm -hmm. guys love to spend time in in the outdoors how how has how has being part of of the Ray family helped spark your interest? I mean, do you think you would be interested in hunting or being outdoors if your dad wasn't Aaron Ray? Mm, I don't know. You might, but I don't know about you. Yeah. I think of my daughter, and she wouldn't be interested in hunting if it wasn't for me and yeah. the time we get to spend together. Mm-hmm. It's pretty special, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said... I called that bird in because I that guy he 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 turkey hunts but he didn't quite know he knew tur- turkey hunt and stuff but but yeah. Levi that's why they call you Levi the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wade, thanks for thanks for being on the podcast with us, buddy. Oh, and one more thing when I when I shot when I shot my deer with my bow it was also it was also in one of our killer food plots. Oh, was it? Yeah. So that was out of the out of the ground blind. Yeah, out of a ground yeah. ground blind, a killer food plot. Yep. Yeah, that's and we get to plant those. We plant those every uh, j- late July, early August. Yeah, if some are growing good, like good clover and right. stuff, we don't worry about it. But yeah. put we still put uh, that tall stuff in it. Yeah. The, uh, the border patrol. The uh, border patrol. Yeah. Yeah, and right. we'll we'll come back with some uh, carnage brassicas and some different stuff yeah. that's uh-huh. good late season. But well, guys, thanks for joining me. And as always, you know, I'm I'm already starting to work on this show, and that's why I wanted to do this is because yeah. I like to to hear in your own words what happened because then I can take that audio and use it in the show. But it's also great to relive those memories because I was in the blind with both of you when that happened. Yeah, and that's that's pretty special. All right, you want to uh, shout out and uh, close the show? Sure. Go ahead. So thanks, thanks for listening to this, and thanks for 
having us, I guess. Yeah, that's it's, it's, it, I yeah. mean, they're really, it's exactly what people are doing is they're really listening. It's like we they invited us over to their house. And, 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 and it's, it's called the Inspired Wild Podcast because what do we want to do? We want to explain. And we want to inspire. Yeah, inspire people. To go find their wild. Mm-hmm. So give them a shout out and let's take it home. Hey, thanks for Wade for joining us this time. Yep, good to have you, Wade. Yep. All right, close close us out. Come on. Thank y'all. God bless. We'll see you down the trail.